You are listening to Lady Talk Radio. I'm your host and friend, Stacey Ray. Each week right here, you and I are going to have those much needed, honest conversations about your creativity, your work, your womanhood, your ambition, and so much more. Really, if I'm honest, nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and let's talk. I believe ambition is not a dirty word. This is about self-mastery. I decided today I wanted to take the power back. back. Remain in love with life, knowing that despite challenges, there are always solutions. What would happen if we were all brave enough to believe in our own ability? What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Well, I'm hyperventilating a little bit. If I fall over, pick me up because I've got some things to say. This is about, this is about self, self mastery. mastery. I'm enough, and I'm worthy of love and belonging and joy. Let us work at it together, starting now. Hey, uh, welcome back to the show. Today is the third episode in our motherhood series. I'm so excited to have Kezia Lee on the show. I immediately thought of Kezia when I wanted to do this series. I have been following her journey on social media, becoming a new mom, and over the past nine months, and just her different journeying of that, and getting to see the really raw, unfiltered celebration, you know, of being a mom and that's messy sometimes. And it's not always like this super glamorous thing. And I feel like Kezia really brings it forward in a way that I felt was so refreshing as someone who is not yet a mom. I was so, you know, I was really moved watching her because I think there's so many people on social media, and this is not to throw shade at anybody, but there's a lot of women that sort of portray motherhood as being, you know, there's this like perfect adventure of like beauty and glory all the time. And that's not always what it looks like for everybody. And I think we all kind of know underneath that, that there is so much more to the initiation of what we go through when we become a mom. And also like raising that child, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're a creative or you do something in the online space, which Kezia does. So she really kind of marries that conversation around business and also like showing up in your work, in your art, in your creations, and also being this mom and how that has changed her life. So this conversation is so beautiful. Uh, you might hear a couple moments in there where we were kind of like paused or something. Kezia had COVID, I think, right before we recorded this or dur- even during when we recorded this. I'm not sure. So um, just in- just receive the message. Ignore the real life shit that goes on. It's all good. So let's get into this. I'm so excited for you to get connected with Kezia Lee. Let's go. Yeah, I'm so excited about having you on the show. I feel like this is actually a long overdue moment. Like, you know, when you just like, I felt like this was supposed to happen, but it's the perfect timing now. And I'm so excited to witness you as a mother now and get to have this conversation with you because get over these past few months, I've been seeing some of your journey on Instagram and just what you've been sharing. And I, I think I shared this with you already, but I want to share this again because I think a lot of the listeners are feeling the same way. Online, there's a lot of representations of what mothers are and what they aren't. And we're sort of in this, I feel like, this new <coughs> generation of kind of kind of like undoing that programming about what mothers are and what they aren't and sort of refreshing <coughs> that whole, that, the whole conversation, you're okay, the whole conversation, you know, and I just so appreciate that you've been 
you've been sharing your journey of motherhood and, and your own experience of it and really just giving this like, you know, just this new, this new look into what it can mean for women. And so welcome and welcome to motherhood too. I know it's been a beautiful journey for you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's, I'm um, sorry. <coughs> I'm on the back end of COVID. <coughs> Mama, I felt that. <coughs> oh, it's been fine. Of course it comes up now at the start of the podcast. Oh my gosh. I, when I went through COVID back in November, that was intense for like two months. I was feeling it. It was wild. It like radically shatters you, doesn't it? Yeah. I felt like there was life before COVID and then life after COVID. <laughs> and that is motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, I feel that, that is motherhood. And yeah, thank you for inviting me. And yeah, I can feel my, I can feel, I can even feel some emotions already of just like, oh, the journey to get here and oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's um, just cell altering. Um, I've been saying a lot like, you know, there's one of my favorite quotes and I heard it when I was pregnant, but I only really get it now. Mm -hmm. And it's like um, when it's not just the baby it's born, but it's the mother as well. And I literally feel like I'm a new person. Like, I don't know who I am. And it's like learning to walk again in this world. And it's, it's crazy. It's wild. I'm curious about that. Like, was there anything from that you sort of like the expectation to reality? You know, did you kind of have this, this experience of expecting what you would have? you know, on the other side of motherhood, was it completely different than what you expected? Was it more? Was it, <laughs> tell us about that journey for you. I am, um, I, you know, especially, I don't know if you, like you or other listeners know human design, but part of my human design is a one, three, which is, I'm sure they do, which is like to investigate. So I love to learn. So I was like, as soon as I got pregnant, mm. I was like, I'm going to do everything to learn as much as I can to be informed about pregnancy and birth and oh, just nothing can it's um I think you know there is n nothing can prepare you for being to being reborn it's like nothing can prepare you for that birth there is it's you know if I was to look back now I probably still would have informed myself but the expectation and, you know, and I'm so mindful to project her because when I was in that beautiful stage of pregnancy, like I loved learning, I loved discovering, but it's like, there's also, that's the beautiful part of the maiden as well. Like she's, she's a little bit naive and she's excitable and, you know, it's like, she's, she's in this discovery and in the birth portal, something happens that just like, oh, I'm getting full goosebumps, that just viscerally changes yeah, every same. part of your being. And it's like, yeah, oh, it's, it's this, this like, it's this rite of passage, you know, from, from maiden to mother. Mm -hmm. And it just, it lit, I mean, it feels like your brains are breaking, breaking when that baby is coming through your womb and through down into your bones. And it's oh, just I like, bet. you know, worlds are shattering. And so, yeah, every, uh, would, um, the question, were my expectations different? Uh, yes and no. Cause I, I mean, you hear these things, but until you're mm -hmm. living it, you don't really get it. 
you know? Yeah, that and makes it, sense. And the funny I, thing, it's almost like one of those things where words can't really touch it, you know? Like, we can talk about it, we can theorize it, we can read about it, yeah. but until you go through it, there's not really anything that can fully grasp that, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like doing, it's like, I don't know if you've done ayahuasca, but it's like doing ayahuasca and then trying to explain <laughs> to people what ayahuasca is. You're like, um, <laughs> you've got no fucking idea. And yeah. I don't know how to quite explain it. And every person's going to have an extremely different experience. And yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a, it actually does remind me of that. That's funny that you said that. Yeah. I and I I feel like you've you've expressed this. I've heard you say this on your Instagram too and that like obviously this is going to be different for every mother. We're not going to come on the show and talk about this as if there's a right way or a wrong way or a good way or a bad way. This yeah. is just this is we just want to celebrate motherhood and celebrate that experience and also shed light on like hey these are really sacred experiences mm. and I don't know about you but I really feel like it's not talked about a lot mm. it's not sort of it's sort of shown as this sort of like okay these women are pregnant and then they're bouncing back and there's these you know I feel like our culture really lacks some of these deeper conversations around motherhood and so I love that you're that you're starting those conversations and you're having more of those because I feel and I'm, I'm curious if you've been noticing that women are really responding to what you're sharing and saying, God, like, thank you, because I'm not even a mother and I'm already going, whoa, yeah, I really appreciate that, you know? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels really, like, yeah. quite vulnerable for me to share some of this stuff because, you know, I'm like, again, it's like that learning to, you know, you know me from being a, a business coach and a magic alchemist and, and now I'm like, oh, right. there's this, is like, part of me that is being called you know, and it's been called from God, from source to share this. And yeah, it's incredible the amount of women that are responding, even if they had their children years ago, you know, um, mm. it's a conversation. When you become a mother, it's like, it's the funniest things that I noticed. Like I used to walk down the street and be like, oh my God, like, I'm feeling so fresh and good and all the men are checking me out. And even, even that conversation, it's like, you're, you're this different, um, expression in the world now, you know, and how people perceive you. And it's, you know, when you have the baby, everyone, everyone adores you and you've got this tiny little baby and it's cute and like everyone's there for you. And then just things just kind of dissipate. And it's like, the word mother is almost, it's like extremely uncelebrated in our culture and it's not looked yeah. at as being worthwhile. Like something I am still battling just so much is, you know, like I've been in business for 10 years and, and being able to create when I want and just follow my magic and follow my creativity and having a child now, it's just not, available to me like it always was like I have spurts and you know moments now where I've got my nanny here and he goes to care now and you know like when he's asleep but otherwise it's like you know this real conflicting idea of <coughs> my worth now as a mother it's mm. like I I have moments of feeling <coughs> extreme unworthiness as a mother because of how I'm 
I guess how I'm looked upon in society is what I'm really noticing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. As, as I was even kind of dropping into, cause I knew we were going to have this conversation today and I was, I was dropping into that, that just the, the societal sort of conversation around mm. mothers and sort of the, the the programming around it, because I've been sort of thinking about motherhood a lot more this year because we're planning on having babies soon. And I've been thinking about these things and my, my relationship that I've sort of picked up from society and just like things that we see in the media and like how we sort of perceive being a mom. And it's, it's so interesting to me. And I mean, I think we could go pretty rabbit hole on it. I mean, we could probably get, you know, why is that story there? You know, but I feel like let's, let's talk about what you see for, for mothers. Like, what would you love people to know about moms? Mm -hmm. The first thing that just like popped in my mind is like, is just how much like deep seated, like, rage you will start to feel like especially if there is like (laughs) rage within your lineage like you know and and your relationship with your partner you know one thing Mm. like if you I can see that (laughs) yeah if you are planning on having a baby my advice to anyone is to to make sure that that person that you are with is like your ultimate teammate because that's Mm -hmm. what motherhood and parenthood is about is about being incredible teammates because you know what happens is like we're in we're in seasons we're always in seasons you know with our flow with our period with our with our life with our businesses and motherhood and 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 is and and relationship is another season so this new season of motherhood like your relationship will be tested beyond. And if you guys don't have like amazing, clear communication, if you don't, if you're not committed to really doing the work and healing, because like as soon as I got pregnant, I literally could feel the lineage of my mum. I was like experiencing mm. all of her stuff. And then when I had the baby from breastfeeding to my weight, to overfeeding, to my partnership, like her relationship with my father, like it is wild, like what you start to actually viscerally feel from your lineage. So, you know, being committed to, you know, for anyone thinking about motherhood is just, or, or less, or is a mother, like understanding that that will come up and it's like, the, and, and then, you know, if you're not in, yeah, the, the rage piece, like I've never felt so much rage because your energetic body is now like attuned to this other being all the time. Mm-hmm. And your needs are often really put last. So, you know, for us, like we, we've done so much work. We're like, yeah, we can, we know how to do breath work or we can do this or we can go for a float or we can do this. And it's just like, there's just not even space or time for that. So this like, there's like a pressure cooker on your energetic body <laughs> to like go, fuck, mm. I don't have the space to deal with this or how am I being in, in flow? And, um, yeah, so that would, that would be one, like, 
having an incredible teammate making sure that that is there like how many times do you hear about people go oh yeah i want to have a family and that's going to fix things fuck no yeah <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> do not even try that yeah I love that awareness of the rage piece because mm. I wonder how many women are embarking on that journey and having those feelings bubbling up and not necessarily maybe having the awareness or the kind of intel of like, hey, where is that coming from? Because a lot of my community, I've noticed this like theme amongst new moms where it's kind of like there's these layers of shame and these layers of like you were saying, the worthiness. And like, I just... Yeah, I feel like that's a beautiful insight. Like, wow, to even know like, hey, I could be experiencing this because now I am so much more connected to this lineage and this other being and, mm -hmm. you know, to not sort of blame ourselves or think that there's something wrong or, you know, these kinds of conversations. That's that's a really beautiful point. Mm. Yeah. And like just for like full transparency, like um, you know, I've I've had covid, my babe's had covid and like you know, he's nine months old and, you know, we've been breastfeeding that whole time and, you know, he's just been, like, on me because he's been sick. You know, he wants to just be on my boob. And this morning I was just, like, like, I literally wanted yeah. to throw him <laughs> off the balcony. I was just, like, fucking leave me alone, yeah. you know? Like, let's just fully put the honesty. Like, there is moments I'm, like, bro, give me a break. Like, give my nipples a break. I am seriously <laughs> done with you. Please just give me some space, you know? And I think that's what I really want to highlight yeah. for mothers is just like, there's one, I talk, I want a piece I want to talk about too. And it's like this conscious parenting space and, you know, gentle mm. mothering and, you know, like I, I don't really have a label for how I parent or how I mother, but one thing that I am so committed to and, and myself and my best friend, she's also my business partner, Emma, um, our journey is like really bringing down any righteousness around your motherhood journey. You know, I see a lot of people comparing themselves to other mothers and being like, you know, like I know women who have, you know, who are incredible, who are so embodied, who for whatever reason, they could not breastfeed. They literally tried everything and they could not breastfeed. Mm -hmm. And it's just like what, what you have to let go of in those moments, because you see these beautiful natural women just breastfeeding and it comes so easily. And you're just like, what's wrong with me? You know, even for mm. me, I like, because I ended up having a free birth, but then being transferred to hospital after my birth, you know, my baby didn't feed for two days. Like he, in the hospital environment and him, the midwife's trying to put him on my boobs. He was just like, I don't want a bar of it. So it wasn't until we got home mm. and then I had a beautiful lactation consultant and she got me nipple shields. And, you know, it was like three months before I even felt like I was nailing breastfeeding. You know, and it's just like, yeah, who's talking about this? Like, who's actually acknowledging, you know, and, and the moments when you're just like, you know, you see these beautiful natural women, it's like, I, I would, why is it not like that for me? And then you compare yourself and then, you know, postnatal depression is 
it's it's also the the after effects the lonely nights the lack of sleep the hormones I mean I wouldn't even say I would label it that but there's you know there's a huge unraveling of your hormones happening afterwards that's just it's wild yeah I mean even if I think in nature like where else do we ever go through this as a species like it's such a massive portal like you said yeah it's it, I, I think I, I'm shocked. I mean, just looking out at the world and sort of this idea that women should be bouncing back or should be back to normal, whatever that means, <laughs> you know, yeah. after going through something so massive, like that pressure is so unnecessary and, and wild to think about because yeah, your body goes through this massive journey of literally building another soul like that's huge. And then on the, on the tail end of it, like to give that grace and space you know, to, to heal and kind of integrate all that too. You know, What did you find was so like, just on your, on the tail end of giving birth, what did you feel was really supportive to you in those times of change and sort of landing in that new, that new part of yourself? So yeah, there is yeah. the most incredible, like if anyone is having a baby there is an incredible book called um the first 40 days i've heard about this yes yeah and so it's a pretty kind of eastern culture sort of thing um and i wasn't really sure if i was going to kind of embody it but after i had the quite rough birth i i really was like i was kind of going to allow my <clears throat> my dad and my sister to come and visit but like I was so fragile like so fragile and so I just kind of text you know a few people and was just like you know we've just decided that for the first four weeks like we're not leaving the house and you know we're asking for no visitors mm. and so that was really huge because Think about a little baby when it comes out of the womb. And, like, this is why I'm, you know, even though I end up in hospital, like, I am pro home birth if, you know, it feels amazing for you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, think about when you come out of the womb, like, and you've this baby's been in this, like, black hole, almost the void, for nine, ten months. And then it comes out into this world, you know, and then it's it needs this like it's it's a slow integration process it's just like learning to and if, and for you as well like you know like the biggest thing for me would be going out and sitting in the sun for five minutes you know with him and mm. like you said before there we're expected to go back to normal everyone's like yep can't go back back to go back to normal get back into business get back into life and it's like there is no that's not normal anymore that's not your life. Like that will never happen. Like anything, even right now, like nine months later, like my business, whole business model is changing. Everything is changing. Ev everything is changing. And it's like, cause I'm not that person anymore. Mm -hmm. And you know, the support piece, those first 40 days, like do not leave. <laughs> this would be my advice. Do not leave your house. Like, spend as much time or you know sit in the sun or go to the beach or just take little gentle trips 
have so many pre-cooked meals. If you can have, if you can afford to have someone come and be a doula in your house, like do not do the cleaning, have your partner with you for a month and just go so slow and have so much nourishing, um, you know, depending on your dietary, but the first 40 days is very, um, it's Chinese based. So there's a lot of like red meat and lots of iron building nutrients because you've just been through like a marathon an absolute marathon and your body needs yeah it needs to you know like at the time I thought I was okay but I reckon my health has deteriorated tenfold now like I'm noticing it nine months later you know and it's so it's just so deeply important to nourish yourself in that time but it's it's so hard like because Mm -hmm. you know I kind of worked over that time but it was only you know I was super blessed to have a long-term mastermind and we only did a couple of calls a week so I could just have the baby on my lap and but you know white women are like I'm ready to bounce back I'm ready to get back into life and you know I, I often find that these these little beings are your teachers because as soon as I tried to come out like he would be like no I need you you know, you're just like, fuck, mm, what am I yeah. going to do? Like, they're literally giving you these little things all the time. And it's like, can you listen to them? Um, mm. And finding your worth. And I'm constantly just like, what would it be like to just be mother and not be entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. You know, like, even when you think of that, like, how does that make you feel? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I've been thinking about this a little bit already. Cause I'm, I've been sort of prepping, like thinking, okay, you know, but then I laugh at myself thinking there's no way I can even know what I'm going to need mm. on the other side of this. Mm. I can prep all I want right now, but I do feel like a little bit of an ass sometimes. Cause I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. Cause yeah, I, I can feel that in a way, like the loss of who I am now and like it's a loss it's also a gain like we know that but there is I think some like some grieving there you know of like the maiden and letting that part of us go and sort of like like what you were saying it's like you you're never going to be the same again and that's beautiful but also there's part of you that's like grieving that and letting that go and like processing that and and you know and getting what you need on the other side I think is is such a it's it feels like a challenge. I mean, I can't speak from personal experience, but to me, when I tune into that, it feels like a challenge, you know, to sort of like navigate that and go like, yes, I can create this new life for myself while caring for this being. And also like, just find that new groove. It's almost like what worked before won't work now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we got to find, we got to find new ways to take care of ourselves. And, you know, I think there's also, and I see this a lot in the online communities, and I'm curious if you can speak to this in your own experience. Like, there's this sort of idea that we can, you know, sort of like still create the exact same things inside of motherhood if we have enough support. I'm curious how that's felt for you, how that's landed for you. Mm, great question. I, I see this a lot, and, it, and, and it's, you know, uh-huh. I'm always like just allowing myself to be open to like the curiosity and, yeah. One of the sayings that I used to have was like, we can have it all. We can have it all. And, and we can. And what, is, what does that mean to you? You know, and I look at... 
I look at different people and it's like, you know, what, like, show me, show me their, like, how much they're working every day, you know, and, and getting curious Mm. about, you know, yeah, what, what, (coughs) sorry, (laughs) what, um, okay, what it does really, really take. So for me, I'm in this inquiry of like my values, like, okay, right now I I would like to start trying for another baby by the end of the year. So it's like my health. Exciting. I know. (laughs) Crazy. Mm -hmm. So he'll be, there'll be like two, two and a half years between them. So, you know, my health is my number one priority right now. So it's like, if that doesn't come first, you know, then, then this doesn't. So some people might be different because they might be already amazingly healthy and have looked after themselves. Um, but I do, you know, people that I've like someone like, I don't know if you know, Alexi Panos or like, um, right. Yeah. You know, she's got, she's got four kids under four uh, twins, you know, (laughs) my sister had twins. They are so next level twins because they're like, they wake each other up and like you get one to settle and then the other one's hungry. Mm-hmm. And then this, it's like twins are next level too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. Just no. I just do not Wild. want that. Please God. Yeah. Never, never give me that. Like I'm just not available for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Same, same. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think but you, she, whew, she makes it look graceful. Does like, she? She does. When like, I look what, at her on socials, I'm like, how does that look really in your everyday life? Cause it's looking really graceful over here. <laughs> How does she make it look graceful? Oh, you mean Alexi? I guess it's my, no, your sister. Yeah. I feel like it's my, per- no, uh, Alexi. Oh. I feel like it's my perception. Of course. I don't, I don't know what her everyday life looks yeah. like, but when I witness a woman with four kids and I'm like, damn, that is a lot of work. Yeah. Like that is a lot of, of, you know, needs of other people's needs consistently around her. Like, whew. Yeah. I'd like to be a fly on the wall one day in that life. Yeah. And from what I can see, it looks like they have a lot of support. Like his mum, I don't know if she lives there. I think they have like full time, you know, and they've, they've really created it. Like Preston works really hard and I know she does element, um, a coaching with like a couple of other peeps as well. And so, but you know, her, her creativity from what my lens is right now is motherhood. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't see her launching stuff right now. Um, she hasn't done anything on her podcast, you know, like her creativity is motherhood and she's blessed to have obviously a partner who's working, worked really hard and they've, you know, to build their business and build their brand, um, to create that. But you know, yeah, this is another piece of the rage. Like I, my partner's been amazing. Um, and at the moment, yeah, we have a nanny one day a week. He goes to this beautiful little nature daycare that I've put him in a month ago and he just loves it. Oh, cute. And then one day a week, my partner is, it's his day with him. So I've kind of got like three days for me for work. I'm about mm-hmm. to start doing some more like training. Um, but you know, I feel at times like, because in this season he needs 
Like my baby needs me more than he needs my partner. Mm-hmm. And that's the frustrating part is because like, you know, when he's been sick, like seven times a night wake ups, he doesn't want my partner's boob. He wants mine. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's this like, when we talk about creating, <coughs> we can have it all and we can have support, but it's what you're willing to negotiate or let go of, like to get what you need or to get what you desire. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. I love what you said about her creativity being motherhood. That's like, that's such an interesting lens. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Like, again, it comes back to that value of the mother again and like how we have this perception of, oh, if I'm mothering, it's almost like I'm not, I'm not doing anything else, but that's like the greatest job in the universe. (laughs) You're literally like stewarding little souls. Like that's like, that's an epic creation. Yeah. Like the most epic. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. But yeah, Yeah. it's like facing off against your worth, especially if you've been, uh, for me, a entrepreneur who knows how to Mm -hmm. knows how to do this path really well. And so when you're faced with this path now, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my gosh, like (coughs) doesn't feel like me, and I can't create like I used to. So it's my 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 number one's quote that I say now whenever I'm met with resistance around him is like, I embrace motherhood. Like I embrace motherhood because mm-hmm. he is also my creativity. And so it's like, if I sink into those moments with him, it fuels everything else as well. So it's like, where am I trying to resist him or resist it? Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, potent. Yeah. I know that you're doing work with mothers now too. Like you've been creating some spaces and, and conversations, like an opening for yeah. women to have, have community. It sounds like, and like, tell us, tell us, tell us more about that. Like, what do you mm. see for mothers and what do you want to create as spaces for them? Yeah. Oh, firstly, like I just want mothers to feel seen and validated for their experience no matter what that is from their birth, their birth trauma, their current situation from being a single mama to, to whatever it is, is just to be like, I see you and what you're feeling is valid. Because I feel like we're not, you know, especially with a lot of partnerships from what I'm hearing and when I'm speaking to women is that, men it's not necessarily a fault of theirs but they don't truly have the capacity to understand what you are feeling in your body in your experience Mm -hmm. so the biggest thing in my work and what I want to provide these safe spaces is just for women to be held to really drop into their Mm -hmm. you know like it's okay you know, and to have an hour and a half a week that's just for them where they get to just let go and take off their motherhood hat and, you know, to just unpack anything that might be there that's in their relationship. And, you know, when I talk about righteousness and unpacking that with a lot of clients, it's like 
what I see the struggle in is so many women are comparing themselves, but our current world doesn't, you know, I'm blessed. I have a nanny and a cleaner, but 99.9% of the world don't have anything like that, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, what do we really need? Like, what do we really need? We need community. And mothering is about, you know, I've been myself had some beautiful, beautiful relationships with women expand, you know, like even when you're in your mothering journey, like I hope to get messages from you at 3am in the morning, just being in solidarity with each other, (laughs) because it's true. You can be like, fuck the the connections that you make with other mothers, because it's just like this like secret mom's club that nobody gets. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're like the part of this like epic sports team (laughs) like nobody else knows about. Exactly. Yeah, because that is, it's like, how would you ever, and I I have empathy for men in that when you said that, because I'm thinking, yeah, how could they understand? How could they fully grasp your experience? They won't. They can't, right? I can't even in this moment because I, I, you know, I haven't gone through that experience, but it's like, man, I can imagine as, as a, as a mother, like having that safe space of other mothers and just feeling like, oh, okay, (laughs) you know, I can just be here and just receive and be seen and share. And, you know, that's, that is so special. I feel like that is by design. Like if I was to think of you know, what would make the most sense to support each other? Like that feels like it. Like why wouldn't we have spaces where we can relate and be with each other, you know? Yeah. Gosh, Um, that's underrated. Hey. Yeah. It's so underrated. And I, yeah, I sometimes think, you know, you need to create all this big stuff and, and I mean, it just happens naturally. Healing happens naturally in conversations and, you know, Mm. it doesn't, it's just like this little validation piece and you know we're not we're not in communities currently we don't have like yeah you know even when it comes to breastfeeding women if they couldn't breastfeed they would their sister would feed the baby yeah yeah you know like and so there wasn't this all this pressure on the mother at the moment like so many women's hats are mother worker you know, sister, lover, friend, entrepreneur, like there's so many hats and we just, we, I, it's, you know, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge struggle for so many and, you know, and with our current Mm -hmm. environment. So, you know, my my deep desire and what I want to see in the world and what I really want to create is, is not just for mothers, but it's, it's for families as well. And to build online and in-person communities where, you know, we really come together, you know, my partner's passionate about sustainable building and, you know, we're going to get some land and, you know, all that stuff, but it's like actually coming together and it's letting go. Motherhood requires you to let go of so much selfishness, selfishness, selflessness, is that the word? (laughs) And I think so. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And you know, I've experienced that. Like I know I've had, a, I've got a new friend who's got three kids under three and she's always checking in on me. And I'm like, wow, how does she do that? Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it's this beautiful piece of like the capacity to share and be with others. And normally we're like, oh no, but I can't, I can't support you. Like I've got, I've got, I'm in the middle of a launch. Like, don't you know, I've got to make lots of money, <laughs> you know? And motherhood is, 
I always think about like, okay, people, people ask me what support do you need? And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a friend to share a cacao with and talk about my experience. It's someone to like for mothers support. They need, they want you to cook some meals. They want you to come and take the baby away for an hour. Mm -hmm. They want you to, you know, take the baby where so you can sleep to come together to have spaces where the kids can play while you connect with your friends you know it's like having spaces that you you know you can find help to find the new version of you again but you know unfortunately a lot mm-hmm. of women are forced to go back to work five days a week which barely covers daycare you know and yeah it's just uh it's kind of a vicious cycle and a lot of women feel very I feel very trapped in it and very struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, and I know we've kind of touched on this point a couple of times already. Like it's, it's almost like in society, we've had this perception that like, Oh, it's not a big deal. You know, everybody's having babies, no big deal. Just kind of, you know, go back to whatever. And yeah, like kind of not honoring the magnitude of the experience. And, and I guess that goes back to even our, our culture around taking care of ourselves and our needs and all that kind of good stuff. But yeah. wow, it's so, it, I can really see it around motherhood specifically that that's like, that's ready to transform, yeah. you know, that we deserve better, you know, to treat mothers with more respect and have more care for that process because it is massive. massive and I think that's probably why we're seeing so many women too you know struggling so much in their, those earlier years with mm-hmm. kids because of that lack of community and and space where they feel validated right yeah. it's yeah yeah. yeah that's I'm excited that you're creating this I thank am you, thank you and yeah like another one is yeah. like for, for majority of the people who are having a you know a general like hospital experience it's all pathologized. Everything is about pathology. There's no support. There's no, there's no like doula services. There's no lactation consultants. Go in, have your baby, go home. And for women who haven't done any work, like they will, it will tear them apart literally in every sense of the word, you know? And it's just Mm -hmm. like, this is, it's not good enough. Yeah. It's not very sterile. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like quite a, a sterile kind of just whatever experience, like kind of, you know what it reminds me of is kind of that like suck it up mentality, like just, just, yeah, you had a baby, go home, go do that, you know, and that's kind of the general sort of theme, but that is so intense, oh. <laughs> Whew, especially for like a first time mom, I can't imagine, yeah. you know, to go through that experience and then you know, maybe I know that quite a few women, if they're the first woman in their friend group to become a mom and then they're like, whoa, I don't, I don't know anybody else that can kind of relate to what I'm going through. Right. Which is a, I imagine like a hugely lonely experience. Mm. So, whew. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then just like, how do I keep my baby alive? Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like Like, literally. Like my baby won't stop crying. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with my baby? You know, like then there's all those things that you've got to like, yeah. And I also want to like, you know, I'm like, oh, sound it's like it was so awful. <laughs> People were in, but it's it's <laughs> And you talked about before, you know, that that I was the same. I you know, when I got pregnant, I was so excited and it is exciting and it is beautiful and it is magical. Yeah. And that's also the maiden energy of just like you can't that's something you can't prepare. So be okay in that, you know, be excited in your pregnancy. It's like there's nothing to fear. 
because you will you know how to do this you know how to be a mother it's in your genes it's Mm -hmm. in your dna it's in yourselves and as long as you've got support of course there's going to be rough moments but those those are the moments that make you an incredible mother Mm -hmm. and those are the moments that you have you step in and you the capacity that you that that you become from this is just so incredible it's like wow i am so capable i often laugh my friend's a projector and she's like haha I don't know if you know much about projectors, but she's like, you know, they have to nap and like have lots of solo time. She's like, ha ha, thinking that a projector, I need to have all this solo time. I'm like, you become a mother. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like a complete redesign of how we do life in a way. Yeah. Right. Cause I think there's a lot of gifts in that too you know like you were saying it's almost like that surrender of like just full trust like okay cool this is what life is now I get to redesign it and recreate it it's not um sort of this like drudgery that I think we're we're often shown in media around motherhood too like all moms are just like exhausted and you know have puke in their hair which is like totally a part of it got you but like I think that the mothers are vibrant and beautiful and, you know, are capable and powerful and all of these things that are not necessarily conveyed through, I think, modern media as much, which I think is really sad because, you know, when I think of, damn, like, I don't know, I don't know many other experiences in life where you're literally pushing a human out of your body and then raising them. (laughs) Like that is probably top, like what, top three life experiences for people, you know? Yeah. So to even consider that a mom is not this powerful, strong, vibrant being is like mind blowing to me. Cause like, (laughs) of course she is. I know. And then for like, even the, 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 the story of the theme around, you know, men, you know, like, and women and men disrespecting women. It's like, how could you even, when you came from a woman, you know, like that just blows my mind. Yeah. I'm like, you came from a woman, like so incredible, like, oh, so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, like, if you could tell mothers around the world one thing, mm. like you could just give them this gift of like poof, one statement, one mm. idea, something that would just, you could just give to them. What would that be? Mm. <clears throat> yeah it feels like that I, I embrace motherhood and when I sink in to just mm. being with them and being in this moment right now that I don't have to do anything or be anything that from that place my next step will show up you know it's like mm. when I sink into this moment my next business idea will happen my next support will happen Mm. you know it's just like actually just learning to be in the moment with your children will be your greatest spiritual teacher of all time to just if there's nothing you know there's always house mess there's always other mess to do but to just sink into the moment with them and feel them and that you created them you know the rest will just happen Oh gosh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh, so good. 
I I want to sort of land one more question that I had because yeah. I was thinking about this and I was so curious about your experience here is raising a son mm -hmm. in today's world. How are you feeling about that? What are your thoughts about raising a, a, a little boy and like kind of if you've had any thoughts or processes around that, I'm genuinely curious. I'm so excited. Like at first I was like, what am I going to do with a boy? You know, because I work with women, but <clears throat> I love it. I love being a boy mom. And, you know, my partner went to a, a men's retreat last week and we took, we took him afterwards. They invite the families to come along and the men did this haka. Oh, nice. Do you know what the haka is? It's like a New Zealand. Oh, cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they performed and like my partner was right at the front and my son watched it. And I just like my partner, his eyes were on me the whole time. I was just bawling my eyes out. Just his like fierce commitment for us and for his family. Like, oh my God, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. But I'm so excited because I know how to nurture his, his emotions. You know, I know how to, <coughs> he's got a beautiful divine father who, you know, is very in the earth, is very in nature. And yeah, just that I'm going to be a steward for this young man's life who I, I just can't even comprehend that. <coughs> he's getting tools that I, I only didn't even know possible when I was little and like mm -hmm. who he's going to become and the man that he's going to become is just like, wow. It's unreal. Yeah. So, yeah. Isn't that exciting to think about? Yeah. yeah. Like this next generation of babies who get to, you know, learn these different and, and have parents who are more integrated, you know, and can kind of hold that space. Even emo if we just took everything else off the table and it was just emotionally yeah. the difference, you know, whew, yeah. yeah, that is wild to yeah. think about. Yeah. Like honoring his needs. For the him. listeners who don't know. Oh, sorry. No. I think we had a lag there. I was going to say for the listeners, the listeners who don't know what the Hakka is, do you want to give them a little, a little explanation? Cause I cannot imagine what that was like witnessing your partner in that space. That must've been so next level. I was so turned on whilst also like, Oh my God, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a New Zealand, um, rugby, they in, in rugby union, they do this, like it's called, it's a Maori traditional dance and it's like a, a warrior dance. So they face off, go and Google it. If you haven't watched it, go and Google it. Absolutely. New Zealand, H-A-K-A, -A, the haka. You will literally have goosebumps from your head to your toe. It's the only country in the world that yeah. does it. And um, it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. It's just, yeah. Oh, yum. <laughs> yeah. It's really moving. I've seen it a couple of times in real life oh, you know man. and wow so moving mm -hmm. yeah it's so beautiful. yeah Whew. and that's that like that's that I think uh -huh. that also I'm excited with my son is like to integrate you know I can give him lots of emotional tools but then my partner is like you know salt of the earth he's a builder he's a warrior he's a you know to integrate both of those parts of his being you know like the Mm -hmm. like men need that they need to go and like release their rage and you know have their rites of passage in nature and in around their sexuality and you know all of those things mm -hmm. yeah oh so special 
so special. It's cool to think about this next generation. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see who your son becomes in the world. And I'm so grateful that, that you've done this work and you get to raise this, this new, this new generation. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put info in the show notes of how women can reach out to you and connect with you. Um, you mentioned a little bit of like what's to come and stuff, but I would just really encourage the listeners, like if you connect with Kezia, go follow her on social media. You share really cool stuff on there and just really like kind of get in your world and feel it out, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, um, what would you, what's your preferred way? Like Instagram is yeah. kind of your jam. Yeah. Instagram, yeah? Okay. Instagram's the jam. Is the jam. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. In closing, is there anything that you that we didn't talk about that just feels really relevant to share about motherhood and your journey and invitation for women on theirs? Mm. Oh yeah, trust your intuition. Like read the books. Mm. Yes, and when you start getting in your mind and you're not trusting yourself, like whether it comes to your birth whether it comes to your baby, whether it comes to anything, trust your intuition. Don't listen to anyone else. Seriously, do what's right for you. There is no perfect way of motherhood and your child chose you. Chose you. So you know how to look after your child. Gosh, that's, yeah. That seems like it would be huge. Like the mom opinions and people shooting, firing off their like ideas of what you should or shouldn't do. I saw some DMs. This chick was, she had a pretty big following mm -hmm. and she had shared something about her, um, her new baby. And she was showing some of the DMs. Like she got, I think it was over a thousand different, like people peppering ideas. Like you should do it this way. You shouldn't do that. And you should do this. So it's a very real Whew, like a real thing. Yeah. People are very opinionated about what you should or shouldn't be doing as a mom, which is kind of intense to think about because it's your baby. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. I never thought I would. I was like, wow. Even like for me, I didn't tell anybody that I was going into labor, you know, and my family knows now, but a lot of people are like, oh, you can't do that. And I was like, yeah, but it's my sacred birth space. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. You know, and it's just yeah. like energetically feeling any everyone else's, you know, people don't even know that you can have four weeks away from your family. It's like drop all the expectations of what mm -hmm. you think and do what's right for you. Even if afterwards, just like me, I didn't yeah. know I was going to say no to my family, but I was like, I, I don't, I'm not like, I've just had the most really traumatic birth. I'm like, I don't have space for you to come and hold my baby when I can't even barely hold myself. You know, unless you're going to come here yeah. and massage me and cook for me and do all that shit, then I don't, I don't really want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless I see a foot rub in my future. Exactly. <laughs> Not coming over right now. Not coming over. Yeah. But that's, that is such a permission piece. Hey, just like do what, what you feel in that moment. Yeah. Like there's no rules to this. Yeah. Ah, oh, beautiful. No rules. I feel like women just need just let's take that on in general, right? Exactly. Let's just fucking trust our intuition. Everything else goes to the side. Exactly. <laughs> Do what you want. Like live the life that yeah. you want. Trust it. Trust your intuition. Like when it comes to your business, when it comes to everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's your path, right? Yeah. Your journey. Your journey. The rule books don't fucking matter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can't fuck yeah. it up. You literally can't. So good. No. <laughs> Gosh, Kezia, thanks so much for coming on the show. I feel like uh, I might invite you back because I think that there's probably a lot more we could unpack around this too. So audience, let us know what you want to hear more of and we'll bring you back in the next season or something to kind of go deeper on certain things and just hear where you're at with different different things that you're creating for mothers. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. And I'm excited for the audience to get to know you better too. So make sure that you go hang out with Kezia on Instagram and get in her world as well. And thanks so much for coming on. Mm, Thank you.